Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. All right, friends. So today we are going to be chatting about the struggles of trying to create content with a three and a half month old baby. Um, So if you have been following along with the podcast, I recently shared with you guys that I am slowly coming back from maternity leave. And now Braxton is 15 weeks old while I'm recording this. So he is three and a half months old. And so it has been so fun to see him grow, you know, from the infant stage. I can't believe we survived the newborn stage, thank God. Um, And seeing him just, you know, be a three and a half month old baby has been so fun. He's already showing signs of rolling over. Um, And yeah, it's just been really, really fun. I've been soaking up all just the baby snuggles and the smiles and just seeing him kind of soak everything up as a sponge. With that being said, friends, as Braxton is growing, I am also still trying to slowly make my way back into content creation. And now that I, you know, have made that decision, I'm trying to create content again. I am faced with a series of new challenges in this new life stage. So I thought today I would just chat about, you know, where I am, I guess, like being a new mom and then also, you know, trying to create some sort of work routine. Um, I'm such a routine-based person. And so um, I think one of the biggest struggles that I've faced as a new mom is just being completely thrown off my routine. But again, I'm creating kind of a new one with Braxton. I feel like I'm in a better rhythm than I was, you know, even just four weeks ago. And so today we're just going to be chatting about, again, the struggles of trying trying to create content with a three and a half month old baby. And so I think one of the biggest struggles for me right now, and it's probably no surprise, is the time. Braxton, I have him on the eat-wake sleep schedule. So if you haven't heard of that before, it's when um, after babies wake up from a nap, we eat. After we're done eating, we play, you know, we do tummy time, we do FaceTime where, you know, I'm just talking to him, we're chatting. I put him in a swing, we put him in a bouncy chair. Um, You know, if my mom's over, he hangs out with my mom. Then after um, some good playtime, then we put him down to sleep and we start that cycle back over again. So I would say for me personally, every baby, every family is very different. For me, putting him on this rhythm, I know people say it's a schedule, but truly it's a rhythm because there's not like a specific time he, you know, is done eating and then has to sleep. Um, We just kind of follow that rhythm. Following that schedule has allowed me like time throughout the day where I at least have, you know, three to five. We're kind of still at that four to five naps each day. So I have four to five naps each day at around 40 to 45 minutes each. And so I at least have pockets, you know, built in throughout the day where I can pump, um, I'm still pumping, um, where I can eat, um, work out if I need to, if I happen to get like a 15 minute arm YouTube video workout in, or take a nap or create content. And so I think it's like great that like, you know, I have this rhythm that we are both following, but at the same time, if you think about it, having four 45 minute segments throughout your day to do whatever you need to do, it's a lot. So right now as I'm recording this, Braxton's on his third nap, his first nap of the day he had, which was 45 minutes. The second nap, um, we did a stroller walk. Um, I've been trying to, you know, work out 
and just get my daily walks in again. And so um, for his second nap, we had a, you know, 35 minute walk and that he slept during that. And then his third nap, he's currently on in his crib taking a nap. I have the baby monitor um, right in front of me as I'm recording this. And so for me, right, again, like the time constraint where it's okay. It's like, can I pick a nap where I can pump and record a podcast episode or I can pump and get a workout in or uh, maybe I skip a pump if I if I can and I can, you know, like jot down a bunch of ideas or at least like do some research on like where I want to do my next photo shoot. So the time constraint is a real struggle. But with that being said, I think one of the things that also has been helpful as I try to navigate this new period of motherhood and trying to create content again is that one thing that's been helpful is like, I guess, you know, like finding help with childcare. And I'm very, very fortunate and lucky that my mom lives nearby and she's pretty much retired. Um, And so for me, it's been so helpful for her to come over three to four times a week, even if it's just for four or a few hours a day. Um, Sometimes she'll come over between like 9.30 to three. And like during that time frame, you know, I get to shower, grab groceries, plan a photo shoot, like do, do whatever I need to do to, you know, make sure our household is still running. And then also I get a little bit of time to, to hopefully create content. And so last week, um, I scheduled my second photo shoot. I'm still waiting on my photos for my first photo shoot. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just schedule, you know, my second photo shoot. And it was such a struggle. Like I had such a, we had such a hard night with Braxton um, that night in in particular. Um, I think he had like woken up at like one o'clock and then woke up at three and then was just like fussing, 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 spitting out the pacifier. I was trying to do um, the sit back acronym and like trying to extend him. Finally ate at 4 a.m. It was just, it was such a mess. Um, and so I was exhausted, but at the same time I was like, okay, my mom is coming over later today and I'm going to be able to, you know, get ready very, very quickly. And the way it timed out, Braxton went down for a nap and I literally have like 20 minutes to get it together, get ready, throw my stuff in a bag, get in the car and then drive up to Seattle to meet up with my photographer friend, Jenny, um, to shoot up in Seattle. And so it is helpful though, like again, to like have, you know, some sort of plan, you know, for childcare. Um, if you have, you know, a family member who can help out. That is, I mean, it is like such a godsend. It's so helpful to have, you know, a parent or a family friend be able to like watch, you know, a, your baby or children for a few hours um, just so you can get some content shot if you need to. And for me, I've always worked with a photographer. I probably could honestly just stay at home and shoot content myself. Um, and I probably will start incorporating that again. I have not taken like my own photos in a long time. I I shoot my own videos, but I just do that with iPhone, but I have not shot with like my camera camera in a while, but I think I'm going to start doing so just to save some time. Um, but I do enjoy obviously like going out into the city, um, visiting different places, shooting content. I feel like that's where I get really inspired. And so if you can, friends, and if you're the same boat as me coming back from content, I'm sorry, coming back from maternity leave, trying to create content again, um, I think just like booking a date out, even if it's once a month to shoot content is so helpful Then that way, you know, it's coming, you can prep for it. And then no matter what, you know, you're going to commit to that date and like make it happen. 
Another struggle of trying to create content with a three and a half month, you, you know, old baby, um, I will say I, I am grateful that I am able to breastfeed. Um, I know for a lot of, you know, mothers out there is like breastfeeding wasn't an option or, you know, there's so many challenges with breastfeeding. And for me, um, we took a breastfeeding course prior to like having Braxton. So I feel like I just had like a little bit more knowledge and when I had Braxton, I feel my milk came in like right, not not right away, but it, honestly, like I was producing colostrum, you know, right when he was born. And yeah, I feel like breastfeeding. I mean, I still had my issues. Don't get me wrong. We had to release a tongue tie, all this stuff, but my, my supply has been pretty good. And so I am still breastfeeding. I'm actually combination feeding. And so um, in order for me, you know, to be able to shoot content and, you know, go on a run. Sometimes like we have to bottle feed and at night we bottle feed. So Brandon, uh, my husband can also feed Braxton. And so that really works for our family. I want him to be able to feed Braxton. Um, I think it's a great way to like bond with the baby. And so I breastfeed and then I bottle feed with the pumped breast milk. And so since I'm still breastfeeding, um, Braxton eats probably every two to three hours. Probably two and a half is like the average. So if you think about it, right, if you're feeding a baby every two to two and a half hours, it's like you can only do so much during the day, unless I obviously pump prep bottles, um, which is again is helpful. I know like everyone is there on their own feeding journey and like feeding was so, so stressful. And now I feel like I'm in a kind of good place with Braxton. And even now I'm starting to think like, okay, like, you know, I've, I've enjoyed breastfeeding, but I think like the best use of my time is probably going to be me pumping. And then we just bottle feed. And then that way, like, I don't feel, I mean, I think, again, it's so personal. I feel like I'll be able to hopefully do more or just, you know, free up a little bit more time through during my day so I can dedicate it to other things. Um, maybe I can, you know, brainstorm more content ideas. Maybe I can shoot more videos because right now I am breastfeeding, pumping, and then bottle feeding if we need to, or, you know, prepping the bottles so my mom or, or Brandon can feed Braxton. All right, friends. So we talked about kind of like the struggles. It's like when you're breastfeeding, right? You're you're kind of tied. I shouldn't say that. It's my experience though. So I feel like I'm kind of like tied to being at home. You know, I want to make sure I'm able, I'm there to be able to breastfeed or I'm there to be able to pump and then bottle feed. Um, And so, yeah, there's just like, I feel like my, like I really don't have a ton of time throughout the day. And then you know, layering that on, right? Like I want to obviously soak up this time with Braxton. And so I really make the most of his nap time. So I have at least four 45 minute segments throughout the day to like do what I need to do. And right now I'm using, you know, this time to record a podcast episode while he's napping. And then I was going to say, I guess the only other (laughs) challenges I would say, no, there's actually quite a bit of challenges, but I'll I'll try to keep it to a minimum, try to keep it concise. And this challenge is actually getting better. I think one thing that's really affected me over these like last three and a half months, and again, it's getting better, is the sleep factor. Friends, so Braxton is 15 weeks this week, which is amazing, like very happy. You know, he's healthy, growing, thriving. And last night was his first night getting eight hours of sleep. So he went to bed. I laid him down at like 8.45. He ended up going to bed by 9 p.m. and did not wake up to eat till 5 a.m. Eight hours of sleep. He actually woke up at 2.30. He was able to resettle himself. Sometimes babies will wake up when they're transitioning to the next sleep cycle. And right now his 
you know, brain is changing. He's going the, I'm pretty sure like his sleep cycles turning into like an adult or, you know, our sleep cycles where we go through like the four main stages of sleep. Um, and then prior to that, like babies only have like two sleep cycles, you know, young babies at least. And so um, I was very grateful. Resettled himself at 2.30, 5 a.m. started stirring. And then by 5.20, you know, I was there. Um, I bottle fed him. I bottle feed again at night just to make sure like he really is full. He's eaten. He falls asleep quite a bit when he's breastfeeding. And so at least at night, I know he's like getting what, what he needs. And so fed at, you know, 5.20 a.m. And then he was up by 7.20. So two hours, you know, later. And then, yeah, we started the day I breastfed and then we started our day. And so that's like the first, like I literally, friends, like I am so, so grateful that Braxton (laughs) did his big eight hour stretch. So I know he can do it. And what I've found at least with like sleep, right, is like you take one step forward and sometimes it's two steps back or 10 steps back. And so very, you know, we're being really patient with him um, and like trying to take it night but night. But For me, what I realized, and again, this is like kind of the first time in my life where my sleep has really been shaken up, turned upside down. Um, And I, and then the newborn stage, I was lucky if I was sleeping like three hours a night, four hours a night, Um, the lack of sleep. Now I feel like my brain can actually like think clearly, which I know is, I know is funny to say, but the lack of sleep like really did affect like just my overall like health and well-being, like I could not think clearly. And so now that that's getting better and I'm hopeful, I feel like now I'm like, oh, I have all these content ideas again. Oh, I have time. I have energy to be able to like knock out a podcast episode while Braxton is sleeping. Okay, friends. So I'm looking at this baby monitor and Braxton is starting to stir. And so I'm going to go ahead and just do a quick recap of what we chatted about today. The struggles of trying to create content with a three and a half month old baby. Um, And we talked about the time aspect. Um, We talked about, you know, trying to maximize the time with naps. We also chatted about um, outsourcing and trying to find childcare. So if you're in the same boat as me and have a family member, or maybe you have a close friend or, you know, someone you can lean on um, to help watch, you know, a baby or your children, or maybe, you know, daycare is an option for you guys. I would encourage you to outsource if you can, if it is in your budget, or if, again, if you have family who's able to just, you know, watch your babies, even if it's once a month to to create that content. I also kind of just chatted about, you know, kind of like I'm I'm grateful to be breastfeeding, but then also it's it's kind of been hard on me just because I'm also like pumping and, you know, trying to make sure we have enough to like feed Braxton on the bottle. But again, I think I made a transition to ju- just pumping soon just to free up a little bit more time. And I want to make sure that Braxton is getting what he needs um, from me, especially throughout the day. And for me, I really don't have a preference. I did. I did have a strong preference at the beginning where I really wanted to breastfeed. Um, but now I'm like, you know what? Like, if I'm pumping and bottle feeding, you know, the express breast milk, like I, he's getting what he needs. Um, all right, friends. So I hope you kind of enjoyed just kind of this like real life, you know, podcast episode about just the struggles of trying to create content in this life stage. I'll continue to create podcast episodes for you guys and kind of document and share what I'm learning um, as I am slowly starting to create content. I'm record podcast episodes again as a new mom. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, 
You can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.